0: Welcome to Conversations With Pussy. This is a podcast designed to empower you as a woman to rediscover your innate magic, your sensuality, your sexuality and your deep feminine power. I'm your host Grace Hazel and I'm a women's empowerment guide. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Conversations With Pussy. For this episode, I will be discussing matters of sexual liberation. And alongside me is sat my dear friend Stacey O'Gorman. And Stacey is somebody who is a dear friend of mine, and I will introduce her in just a moment. But first of all, sexual liberation. About two weeks ago, my Instagram account, Grace underscore 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 Hazel, was disabled and it was disabled due to the sexual nature of the content that I posted. Now, this isn't just me. There is a whole wave of sex education accounts being taken off of Instagram and Facebook at the moment. And this is due to a new policy that Facebook have put in place and they've kind of very quietly put it in place so there was no real warning around this coming in. So overnight, or actually it was during the day, my 13,000 followers who I dearly loved and uh, we had a really vibrant community going on where we were all speaking of matters around sexual liberation and supporting one another, were simply shut down. And this is happening throughout Instagram right now. So I know of many, many other accounts which are just being disabled overnight. So on Instagram, you're probably noticing that there is this movement occurring, especially for women, around sex education and sensual empowerment. And this, I believe, is a really, really positive movement, which is making huge shifts within our internal worlds, but also as a collective. And with every movement like this, there is always a push back. So if you think back to any movement that has come forth in the past, what happens is there is a rising up of the people. We'll see that happening and they'll kind of get a bit like, oh God, we can't have the people responding in this way. We've got to keep them quiet. So they'll start to ignite and put in place rules which stop the movement from occurring and make the movement go underground and so this is what i believe is occurring right now and of course this is just facebook and instagram and i say just but that is a huge platform where i would say the majority of our population worldwide are aware of facebook and instagram and use facebook and instagram so having our voices shut off having the ones who are standing up, the people um, and the influencers who are standing up to make a difference around the way that we show up to sex and the way that we show up to body love and empowering ourselves to have their voices shut off and shut down is a really, really big deal. So as I record this podcast, I'm recording it not just to have a casual chat about Stacey and I's sexual liberation journey but to also remind you that with all movements that society feel that they need to control it reminds me of the prohibition for instance like just to give an example like when alcohol was banned and that didn't mean that alcohol didn't stop happening it meant that the people started to go to underground clubs and underground bars and they would drink still and they would do their thing and it's like okay sex is not alcohol but it's like this reminder that when we get shut down and our voices get cut off, this is actually the time to gather together and to support one another. And this is the time to take our voice underground for a moment so that we can gather our strength and rise up together. So, if this feels something that you feel called cool to do, I am taking myself underground for a moment <laughs> until something moves, and I will be starting up an Instagram account, a new Instagram account where I will be. Sharing in a more PG way. However, I have started a amazing new thing called the Pussy Paper. You can access the Pussy Paper for free. And all you need to do is to pop onto my website, which is www.grace-hazel.com. And you just need to pop your email address into the box that says, Sign up for the Pussy Paper and by doing that, you'll also get a free meditation audio guide which will allow you to connect in with your pussy every single morning. So whilst uh, Instagram is down, I still have this podcast. The Pussy Paper is beginning to rise up and expand, so I ask for your support on that. I ask for you to please share this podcast with your friends and your family. Thank you so much for listening to this piece. So now let's get into the juice. Let's get into the conversation. The conversation with Pussy. The conversation with Stacey. Hello, <laughs> hello, hello. So Stacey, um, Stacy and I actually met about, was it about th- three years three ago? Three years ago, yeah. yeah. And we met on a plant medicine retreat and i believe that that was the beginnings of our sexual liberation journey so Mm -hmm. it's been going on for quite some time now and i remember meeting stacy and seeing her uh on one of the the beds in the retreat place and she was reading this tantra book and i was like Tantra, eh? God, that sounds interesting. And I already knew about Tantra, but had been like, oh, I really I don't know how to weave that into my life. I don't know like where to even begin. Mm. And so Stacey and I began this conversation. And since then, we've walked quite a similar path in the way that our relationships have spiraled and the way <laughs> that our life has spiraled. And uh, now... As you well know, I'm doing work around um, pussy power (laughs) and Stacey's moving into working around a similar topic. So Stacey, I would love for you to introduce yourself in terms of like who you are, Mm -hmm. um, maybe talk into like your business that you were running before Mm -hmm. and what you're up to these days.
1: Yeah, sure. Well, hello. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for having me on the show. It's an honor, Mm. an absolute honor um i yeah so my journey has been it's been quite a long one um i recently in the last six months sold my shares in my company in london which was a east london bakery business called moran girls um which i ran for six years with two other um girl power business bosses who i love dearly um and Essentially, with that, um, the the first initial years, the first couple of years, were all very like creative, fluid, like magical moments of writing cookbooks and opening bakeries and getting into London's top department stores and um, doing food styling for some of the biggest publications. And um, it was all just glitz and glamour and magic, and it was all just flowing fluidly, and we didn't have anything like even remotely in our minds of making money, it was all just like, this is just so fun. I'm like, <laughs> let's do this. And then the reality kicked in that um, we actually needed to structure things in the business and, and be um, a lot more kind of goal orientated um, and a lot more driven in the money sense rather than the creativity sense. So it kind of went from this very feminine fluid flow to this very masculine business um, structured energy which you definitely need a bit of both, but it kind of jumped from one to the other quite rapidly. Um, and I just started noticing a real decline um, in my in my health, in particular my hormonal and my sexual health. Um, my I had really like disturbingly crazy acne all over my neck. I was debilitatingly exhausted. I had such intense cramps. Um, in my womb I would go through like intense stages of anxiety and depression. I would walk to work and I was like so overwhelmed by how much I had to do, how many emails I had to get back to, and I just was spiralling into the state of of kind of losing myself and not knowing who I was anymore. And Um, kind of just sinking deeper and deeper and deeper and then that was causing complications in every other aspect of my life so it wasn't just my business it was my marriage it was um, my social circle it was my relationships with my family everything it was kind of depleting and and going down and I just kind of yeah I couldn't see the way out Um, and then I started looking into healing myself naturally so looking at ways of which women have healed their polycystic ovaries and their endometriosis. Um, And I started reading this book called Woman Code. And um, I got to the very end of the book and it started talking about um, the masculine and the feminine. And I'd never even heard that concept before. Mm. Um, And it started talking about how women in today's society, in order to be successful and succeed in business and, and um, in the kind of corporate environment, you have to really be this driven, on-point, goal-orientated, go, 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 um, all work, no rest kind of mentality. Um, and to kind of um, tap into anything that's like emotional or... Um, Yeah, to tap into anything that's like emotional or embodied, is essentially looked down upon in our society. Um, And so, I realized at that point that I'd been like really tapping into this um, this masculine energy, but neglecting entirely this femininity about me. And it just hit me like it was like this crazy intuitive moment where I got like almost like this like
0: lightning bolt through me, and I was like. I need to follow my feminine flow. <laughs> she actually did a Facebook post on it and I remember being like, damn, this is an epiphany. Yeah,
1: it was such an epiphany. And I went to work that day and I just went and um instantly chatted to my business partners before even speaking to my husband. And I was like, guys, I'm leaving. I gotta f- follow my feminine flow. We need to get place and we need to get things in order to kind of um allow me to do so. So since then <laughs> I've kind of just been on this journey of um, really diving deeply into all things um, all things that it is to be a woman, um, really unlocking all of that emotional blockage and all of the pain and like suffering stored in my womb space through meditation, women's work, um, retreats, yoga, um, sexuality training, all of that. So, yeah one thing kind of leads me to the next Mm -hmm. and then I just follow that kind of journey and yeah here I am sitting here today with you in Ubud yeah (laughs) doing
0: all the self-love yes (laughs) yes and I love what you just said about like it's more one thing leads to another and it reminds me of this time when I was feeling super blocked sexually. I was in a relationship where I I just didn't want to have sex, and I was I think I've um, potentially mentioned this on the podcast before, but I'm going to say it again because I'm not entirely <laughs> sure. That I was went through a phase where I was just I was with my ex, but wearing his clothes, dressing up as essentially like a. a a skater boy and um, trying to defeminize myself as much as possible because Mm. I just wasn't feeling feminine or sexual at all. And um, I knew that I really wanted to escape from the life that I was living. I knew that I wanted something to change and to be different. And I began to look into more trainings. At the time, I was a yoga teacher, so I was teaching yoga regularly. Uh, I was also starting to do massage. Um, I was definitely doing Reiki with people and um, I just was like right okay I'm gonna take these skills and I'm gonna go to like Sri Lanka and I'm just gonna teach at retreat center like that's the life that I want to lead and um, I've been teaching for a while I had like so much on my credentials on my yoga CV (laughs) and I was contacting all of these retreat companies and like none of them were having it it was like bizarre to me Mm. it was like why why does no one want to take this star (laughs) yoga teacher on for their retreat center? It was, like, baffling. Um, And I I was like, I don't get it. Like, this is really what I want to do, but I know that I need to have... yeah, some, some solidness in the foundation of where I'm going. I'm not just going traveling like I wanna teach somewhere. Mm. And I was looking into lots of different trainings and I started becoming very interested in womb stuff, so ended up signing up for a course which was all around womb stuff. That then led me to find pages on Instagram that were around like sexual empowerment, which then led me into learning more and more about sexuality, mm. empowering myself sexually, um, and then finding a course which was all about sexual liberation, mm. um, weaving in the shamanic essence, which I so love. And it's like every single part of that was like leading with my intuition. So essentially I was being blocked from following and, and continuing my path as a yoga teacher. Like it was like, I, I was so blocked in that teaching realm. When I was teaching in London, it was like, it was okay, but mm. it wasn't my, it was not like my, my soul's calling, you know? And so as I started to embody what really felt true and what really lit me up, it was, like, liberating myself sexually. Mm. And so healing my womb, healing fully my pussy, which y'all have heard about, but also, like, how, how can I then guide that into, like, really empowering myself as a sexual being, as a woman being. Mm. Uh, So, yeah, it's super about, like, listening to the messages that are going on outside of you and also using your body as this compass to guide you into where okay what's my next step where do I look at what do I do next who do I work with next who do I speak to next what podcast should Mm. I listen to next and all of this is just weaving so beautifully and positively into our subconscious which allows this journey that it can seem like it's just from a to be or from the starting line to the finish line but it's like for real this sexual liberation journey is one that will last forever Mm. i i in no way believe that i am fully there no i may well i may have used to post these naked (laughs) pictures on instagram um and really i was doing that because i was in this space that before um doing all of this work i was so ashamed of my body i was so ashamed of different parts and had a lot of like body I wouldn't say hate, I've had body hate, and I wasn't particularly in hate of my body, but I wasn't accepting it. So to be naked in front of a room full of strangers would be horrifying. To be naked in a room full of my girlfriends would be even more horrifying. Mm. So. There's these layers and these things that we kind of peel off like an onion, and it's just like slowly, softly liberating ourselves. Like now, I love to be naked. <laughs> I'm like, if I can be naked, oh, s- <laughs> <sister. Yeah. laughs> I actually record most of these podcasts naked. <laughs> I am fully clothed right now. Um, I'm like, honey, what happened? Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's just whip them all off. <laughs> But yeah it's like these layers of sexual liberation or of just internal liberation that occur just from consistently showing up and doing bits of work and inquisitiveness around this um topic mm, yes
1: mm. yes absolutely and one thing I will say as well about like that journey of kind of like you know you be- you being a yoga teacher and then kind of morphing into the massage and then to the Reiki and then finding that kind of like path of like womb health and then sexuality. It's like all of those things are all about like movement, sound, mm. breath, like, and they kind of, you, you embody all of those things in all of those practices and that's what you realize it's actually just about embodiment mm-hmm. and whatever shape that you take, it's like you're just getting a little bit more niche as you go along because
0: you're yes. refining it. Yes, yes, mm. yeah. You're so right, it's all about that coming to a place of tapping out of the mind, Mm. which is so where we live most of our our lives, um, especially in the society that we live in, we're so mind focused, like you were mentioning about your uh, business, it's like coming in Mm. from that creative space which is so birthed from our bodies, from actually just being like logical and structured in the way that you do business, which is mind. Uh, and the more that we can tap out of the mind and embrace our body mm. and come in connection with our body through, like you mentioned, breath, movement, sound mm. uh, and lots of other things that can assist with that, the more that we can begin to find our truth. And actually, if you're just beginning on this liberation journey and you're listening to this, like you don't need to worry about what's ahead of you and where you need to go because that's again being very like in this like planning mode it's like can you simply start by stopping breathing coming into your body moving and just finding that you can tap in so uh subtly into all of your senses and all of the messages that your body Mm. holds yes
1: absolutely and then also it's like the concept of going to, like, a woman's womb workshop prior to kind of doing some yoga was, like, way far out for me. I was like, whoa, that's a lot, you know? Mm. Like, that's that's a wacky idea. But then now it's like as soon as you start the embodiment process, you, you become more open to those ideas. Mm. And then here I am, like, three years later going on bloody... extra <laughs> training. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs>
0: Exactly, yeah. and we'll go into Istra in just a moment because it's such a juicy thing to talk about. Yeah. However, um, I just wanted to like acknowledge, yeah, when I first started going to, and it was both of us actually going mm. to the same workshop, the um, Rites of the Womb with Chloe Isadora, mm. and um, I remember saying to like my my friends, uh, I'm going to this. Uh, womb, womb thing? For the right of the womb. I just couldn't say it. I was like, yeah, it's like this thing that is about women. It's about women. And I just couldn't bear to be like, I'm going to a womb thing. Yes. And like even then, like I was so dissociated with mm. with being able to even say womb (laughs) yeah and obviously now i'm conversations with pussying and saying pussy and yoni and vagina and vulva and orgasms and all of the things um (laughs) and it's just like it starts from somewhere right it starts from a place where you are in a place of suppression Mm. where maybe you have repressed elements of your sexuality and What it is to be a woman. And maybe you're just like, I I have no idea what that means. I just have no idea. And that is perfect. Mm. If you're listening to this and you have no idea, that is the most perfect place to be Mm -hmm. in because that is the beginning of your journey. And so you're bringing awareness to this simply by listening to this podcast. And so it all begins here. And that's so exciting. And I feel like honored if it is your beginning phase that you're listening to this right now mm. and that changes are about to happen
1: yeah and also that everyone moves in a completely different pace as well so like some people have the access to so many different workshops and they just go hard at it um for years and years and years and they go into workshops every week and then some people it's just a slower process mm-hmm. and it's just whatever is working for your body and your your innate wisdom will guide you there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Fully. And so I would love to speak into a little bit about uh Ista. So I've Mm. spoken about Ista on a couple of podcasts. Um it's been a revelation in my life going in and doing doing the ISTA trainings. Um and I'm now training to be a practitioner of this work because it so resonates with me. and essentially this is all around like, especially the practitioner side of it, like healing from anything which has caused us blocks um, and trauma around sexuality and showing up as an embodied and sovereign human. Uh, And it's like, Every time I drop into one of these trainings, it's like you're speaking my language. Mm. Like these are a group of of people where you can just be free. And this naked thing, I want to come back to it actually, because this is the piece that, like, in on Instagram and Facebook, like I fully understand there's this, there's this time and place to be naked. Like I'm not saying that everybody should just whip off their clothes. (laughs) Get down hackney and just waltz down the street and go I am sexually liberated as a woman because it's just like that's not society and we do have to just be aware you know Mm. like there are children around there are people of different cultural upbringings and so yeah like being refined in the way that you liberate yourself however uh Instagram and Facebook obviously have this policy around nudity which is fair and it's like don't post your nipples, don't post vaginas, don't post you know fully like erotic images of oneself Uh, and it's funny because so much of nudity is associated with being erotic Mm. and of being sexual whereas actually our body is like it's our body Mm. it's like this is our body, and we everyone has one, just the same as actually, we all have sex. Well, most of us have, have have had sex, and maybe you're not having sex at the moment, and that's cool. I've been for long stints of not having sex. I'm not, honey. Don't worry.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: But everyone has, mostly. If you're listening to this podcast, I bet you you've you've had sex, depending mm. on your age, I guess. Um. Anyways, it's <laughs> like this thing of like we we're all doing it, yet it's so taboo to do. And um, in ISTA trainings, there's just this thing around, like, if if you would like to wear clothes, you can wear clothes. If you would like to not wear clothes, you don't have to wear clothes. So that just gives you the choice and there's no pressure around it. And sometimes I'll be like, gosh, I feel really good right now. And I'm just going to take these clothes off. I'm going to sit here and take my notes, you know. Mm, And I mean that by, like, taking notes on the training (laughs) that I'm on. And... There's guys doing that, and there's other women doing that, and in no way is it sexualized. You're simply just human beings choosing to be naked at that moment. It's almost childlike rather than sexualized. It's
1: like I am just in my inner child, like, being free in my body. It's Mm. nothing to do with
0: being sexual and wanting to go around and, like, fuck every walking object <laughs> yeah because it's like to be naked is like suddenly like you know sometimes i even notice it myself like if i whip off all of my clothes in front of a lover i'm like oh oh it's like suddenly like a sexual situation mm. whereas actually being naked doesn't mean like we about to have sex babe it's just like i'm naked and this is really beautiful and mm. this is really comfortable for me yeah. yeah and it takes a while to be comfortable with that type of um nakedness, mm, like some definitely. some people are really not okay with their bodies and it's like the practice of actually taking off your clothes and showing your, your body in a way comfortably, like again, mm. I'm not saying go and take off your clothes on the street, but just becoming aware of your body and being like, wow, this is my body and this is what I'm living in for mm. this life. Mm. And so the best thing that we can do is liberate ourselves from the conditioning that we have around, um, yeah, the belief that we should all look a certain way and just be like, I've been born into this and I love it, you know? Mm, mm. Or maybe you don't even love it, it's just like, I accept it. Yeah. Mm.
1: But obviously that also takes a lot of kind of embodiment and a lot of like deep, deep kind of healing and like unlocking in order to get to that place. Totally. And I mean, I thought I was confident and comfortable in my body until I kind of went to ISTA and I realized there was so much, there were so many more like deeper rooted kind of, ideals that I had going on in my head around my body and, like, what, um, like, things like my skin and my hair, Mm. things that have really triggered me for a long time but I never really associated them with being, like, things that I didn't like about my body, essentially. I just kind of, I disassociated myself from them. Like, they were separate things to me. Mm. Um, And I think we also do that with our pussy as well. It's like, oh, okay, she's she and I'm me Mm -hmm. and we need it, but it's like, embodiment and like understanding that you're just one big beautiful thing Yes. and
0: yeah i love that you say that because Mm. i so often um refer to my pussy as she because for a long time she had a mind of her own so it was it was like okay we feel a little bit separate because Mm. like I'm doing one thing and you're doing a completely different thing. Mm. (laughs) However, it's a really beautiful way to just be like, okay, I'm going to bring focus to you or she or Mm. us or her. However, um, I remember this like really amazing point where I was working, um, with a body worker in Bali, um, last year and, um, I was really keen to do internal work. I was like, give me a yoni massage. And I mean, I wasn't like that. But I was like, that was my intention. Yet we never even had to go there. Because he would be um, working with, say, my thighs. And he would be putting pressure on my thighs. And with that, taking his like the pressure away. And I would notice like little um, movements coming into my yoni, like internally. So it was like, I didn't even need internal work mm, mm. to get internal release and softening uh, in my vagina mm-hmm. so you're right like we're all part our body is all so interconnected mm. so stace and i were at this beautiful woman's um balance yoga class yesterday and um there was just this like move here but notice what else is active as you move this this part of you so Mm. if you move your neck can you notice how that then moves into the the right side of your neck then translates down into your left lower back you know it's Mm. all intrinsically connected and so our bodies are all intrinsically connected so Mm. if we can treat ourselves as this whole being rather than dissociating and you know being up in the mind and not really connecting with our body or just uh, dismissing certain parts as not part of us or not accepting certain parts it's like. We're not accepting our whole entire self. Yeah, exactly. So, Stacey, Mm. (laughs) enough Mm. about nakedness. (laughs) I would love to know what your key takeaways have been on this, like, long journey Mm. that you've navigated of sexual liberation.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's... um, There's so many things. There's so many learnings that have taken place. But I think... Um, well, I feel <laughs> that the biggest takeaway is um, Understanding the in, the interconnection of my body and understanding that dropping out of my my headspace my mind tapping into subtleties in my body so little pains that I'd be experiencing in the left-hand side of my womb and my ovaries or my spleen or my pancreas or tapping into those actual pains, finding tools to tap into those pains. So whether that's through meditation, whether that's through yoga, whether that's through doing some kind of emotional release exercise and breathing into that and shifting it mm. through through expression of some kind. So whether that's screaming out or breathing really heavily or punching into a pillow or that's kind of been the most kind of practical Revelation for me that you can actually shift these, these emotions or these feelings that you're getting through some kind of practical action. Um, also, just that sexual liberation looks like some like, it, it looks completely different to me than it looked like at the very beginning of my journey. So I was like, I just want to be sexually liberated and have really great penetrative sex, and mm-hmm. that, then my life will be complete. And it's like. <laughs> It's just completely shifted, and it no longer looks like that at all to me. It looks like um me being completely and utterly in love with my body and the way that I'm gliding through life and being accepting of of myself as I am here and now, rather than trying to be this like sexy, sexually empowered woman. it's mm. like more accepting where I am um. And also understanding that the power is within me, instead of kind of looking outside of myself to fill that void. So, mm. looking at my partner or looking at my friends, or you know, looking at these courses to really fill fill that gap for me, and just understanding that okay, that power is within me, and actually that there's um, there's no quick fix (laughs) whatsoever to just kind of going from zero to 100 it's a journey that i will be on for the rest of my life constantly evolving constantly learning um and constantly building up my toolkit to um learn and grow and evolve um and having patience around that um, has been a real big learning. Um, I'm still learning to have patience around it. It's still a struggle. And although I say all of these things, um, in no way, shape or form am I enlightened to any of it. It's just a big learning. And um, yeah, I think I build more and more strength as I go on. Um, However, life is life and it sets you back. on many, many occasions. And so, it's just building the tools, I guess, to help you deal with life and whatever it throws at you.
0: Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love how you say that, because it's like this this continuation of building tools that allow you to navigate life in a, a most, a more um, balanced way. Mm. Uh, It reminds me of this week realizing that I was like finding myself really, really overwhelmed with um, what I was layering onto my plate and being able to just take a step back and know with the tools that I have. Okay, how do I soften here? How do I nourish myself? How do I fill my cup up before I burn out completely? Mm. And it's like I know that's not to do with sexual liberation, but it's like actually it's just liberating yourself as a human to be like oh okay i can notice when something is causing imbalance within my body Mm -hmm. so how can i take note of that step back and create a different type of way that i'm showing up in my life yeah yeah and i would love to say some things that have simply liberated me sexually and um for me i remember um yeah, there's there was never really a point in my life where anyone sat me down and had a real conversation about sex that was really casual and really like, I don't know, positive but in a very authentic way. And so I kind of waltzed through my life having a feeling that sex should be a certain way, sex should be something that we just know how to do and that we should be good at it. I think when I was young, like, I used to, like, Google how to give a good blowjob or something. And, like, that's the way that we'd find out about things. Like, that's definitely the way that I would find out about things. And obviously, like, our first sexual partners kind of give us, like, information on how we show up to sex, which can be positive and also it can be, like, not so great. Mm. Um, So something that really changed the game for me was... Firstly, beginning to speak up about what I was experiencing as the condition of vulvodynia, which was essentially me saying, I'm liberating myself to say that sex isn't always great. So just like you said, like it's a continuous journey. And it Mm. doesn't mean that once you're, you've liberated your sex, that you're suddenly every single time you waltz into a lover's arms or your own loving masturbation arms, that it's going to be like profound. It's like, it's a continuous learning curve um and so as soon as I was able to speak up about what I was going through that was a huge shift then beginning to tap into other women who were doing a similar thing Mm. so that came forth in reading lots of books which were all around holistic sexuality uh listening to podcasts, like working with people who were um, in this field. And it began to just take sex that was deemed as taboo and moved it into being like this really normal, natural, gorgeous Mm. thing that people do. And that actually, if we can bring our awareness to it more and more and more, then it can become really beautiful Mm. and really connected and there may be instances in your sexual um, experience if you're listening where you've been like yeah I've had beautiful sex like that before but maybe it's come as just like it's like an accident so I remember when I first started experiencing uh energetic orgasms. so when my full body would go into like Mm. full-on convulsions (laughs) I'd be like holy shit, I've accessed it, i finally cracked it, I've got a full body energetic orgasm. Mm. Yeah, actually that happened by accident. Mm. And then it was like, well, how can I then create that in every single situation? And it doesn't always happen in every situation, but it's like, you know, being like really grounded, creating tools for things, essentially it's just showing up to speak of this matter in a really normalized way. Mm Uh, I believe that this can be spoken about to children at schools, you know, just like maybe not energetic orgasms, but just like (laughs) the practicalities of having beautiful interactions with other people and yourself. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And it's like, of course, safety is a must to be taught to children. But also how about how do we teach children about loving communication Mm -hmm. how do we teach children about consent and boundaries how do we teach them about um yeah logistically how to gain more pleasure in your body it's Mm -hmm. like sex is this beautiful act which is so natural and, and wonderful to bring people together and to bring yourself closer to your body mm. yeah. it's being shut down
1: and it's so, there's so sad. much shame and there's so much fear and yeah it's 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 like so deeply ingrained within us and it's like how do we stop that from happening how do we get to the source of it how do we go from the very beginning of a child's life and educate them from that point mm. so that they don't have to pick apart this kind of like
0: shame fear and back to this piece around society shaming and creating taboos around speaking up about this, the art of intimacy and sex. uh, I'd love to like just refer to the the book, Vagina. Mm. um, It's by Naomi Wolf and talk about the book, Vagina, uh, where Naomi Wolf so articulately describes how our, for women especially, like how our sex center is like this potent source of power. And for history, essentially for for many, 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 many years throughout history, uh, if a woman is attacked, uh, generally there will be an attack of rape. And it's like, studies have shown that when a woman is raped she actually she loses part of herself so she goes into a state of depression so shamanic uh traditions may say it's like she loses a part of her soul Mm. she loses her power and Mm. it's like although yes there are many many women out there still being raped worldwide this in a sense of like this this dulling down of our voice, dulling down of the sex educators' voices, dulling down of this sexual empowerment movement is through the fear again of like knowing that our sexuality is our sovereignty as human beings. And as soon as uh, there is like a kaleidoscope of sovereign human beings who are sexually empowered, that shakes up the way that life and that society is led. Mm. So a movement and a change is happening And what occurs with that, as I mentioned at the start of the podcast, is that there becomes a resistance to the movement. I would love to call in the support of all of the sisters and the brothers who choose to listen to this podcast, who choose to, or have followed my Instagram account and many other sex educators' accounts to be super aware of this now, Mm. to be aware that there may be some disappearing accounts on Instagram but also there there probably will be shifts in the collective too which is a dulling down and numbing down of what it is to be a sexually liberated woman and man Uh, so if there is any creative ideas on what can happen from here I would always love to hear and my email address is hello at grace-hazel.com and again, if this has sparked something within you, it doesn't have to be a creative idea. I would love for you just to reach out and say, yo, I got you, sister, and I'm there too. And as I mentioned, uh, The Pussy Paper uh, is being released with this podcast episode, and uh, I will be sending a gorgeous email to everybody who subscribed to The Pussy Paper, which will allow me again to talk in more uh, raw ways about sex and sexuality and liberating ourselves um, and trauma and everything that comes in between uh, this this movement, this pussy-powered movement. And so if you want to be part of that, please just pop over to my website and I'll leave all of the details in this podcast uh, description. Stacey, is there anything else you wish to say? <laughs> I just want to say that um, I'm just super grateful
1: for you having me on the show and um, I think it's really important that we're having these conversations and um, it's just really empowering for me and I know for a lot of other women to be having this conversation and talking about it and and feeling like we're not alone um, and having to go through all of these pains and these sufferings and whatever we're going through alone, it's like there, there's a community of, of women, of people, of amazing men as well, that are in support of this movement. Um, so yeah, I just wanna say thank you, and I'm super grateful for being on the show, but also I'm super grateful for this podcast and for all the work that you're doing mm. in order to empower women.
0: Thank you. So thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> And thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you, Stacey, for being on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm so excited to have you here in, in Ubud, but also I was so excited to have you speaking on this podcast <laughs> because I know that it's just like, yeah, your wisdom is gonna go beyond um, and spark and ignite things within people who are listening. So I appreciate you thank sharing you. your own words and your own knowledge. Thank you. So thank you for joining this episode of Conversations with Pussy. Uh, Next week, I will be speaking into more delicious and juicy topics. So if you would like to be the first to know about this podcast coming out, please subscribe. And as you subscribe, why not just leave a little review and a rating on the podcast? By doing that, this podcast goes out to a far wider audience and we can have even more sexual liberation moving throughout the nation.